0: Every Green Diva needs a sidekick. At the Green Diva's radio show, they're called Green Dudes. Time now for a deeper shade of green from a guy's perspective.
1: All right. This is the
2: green guru.
1: Yes. Yeah? Well, he's the green car guru. Yeah. I mean, you probably have a lot of monikers. I know you're a senior editor of greencarreports.com and High Gear Media. Yep. yep. Um,
2: these are the Bibles, folks. Do you
1: mind that we call you our our, our favorite green car dude? I'm
0: honored. Uh,
1: oh, oh! I never knew that. I'm like, he's
0: probably going, you know, whatever. Green, well, GreenCarReports.com, GreenDivas.com. It kind of works. It yeah, does. It's right? what
2: we know. It. We all have the same agenda here, which is not a hidden one. It's a, it's an informative one.
1: And I I've, I've actually been a car fanatic. I grew up with a father who was a car fanatic, and it's kind of genetic. So you know, I come by it naturally, and it's kind of fun because there's not as many girl car you know folks out there, so I'm having fun and and John was really you know i'm I'm following his lead to a degree um but but becoming sort of a green car diva reviewer but you know?
2: You know, but we need to be there, yeah. not only just reviewer, we need to be green car drivers period. Well, because everybody you knows, know everybody we really knows. have to, Megan. I I I just realized something though. What? Clearly, you have motor oil in your veins. <laughs> I yeah? do. You do. I really I, do. Okay.
1: So, John, you know, I've been I've been watching. I always read your your articles and I see your posts on uh, Facebook. And you've been writing a lot of things. The last six articles I noticed, and one of them I knew would get uh, Mizar's attention, and that was about the compliance cars. That mm. it, you know, because we complain about it because we want that Fiat five hundred E convertible in orange with the white interior and the orange trim. N- she hasn't been obsessing about that or anything. No, mm. not on
0: the website configuring at all. Have no, you? No, no, yeah.
1: no, 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 no. But um, you know, we're a little annoyed because it's a compliance car. And we're not going to get it here in New Jersey. But you wrote something recently about you know a, a compliance car not being the worst thing for an electric car. You know, raising the um, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, the awareness and the, um, well, you, you just take over. You know what yeah. I'm talking about.
0: So, just just to recap in case <laughs> we got any new view, compliance cars are those yes. that are built by makers just to meet California rules on the minimum number of zero emission vehicles Thank you. that get sold. And there are six car makers that are subject to those rules. Nissan sells the Leaf, and they sell tens of thousands of them, so they're not thinking about minimums at all. But then GM and Ford and Chrysler, and Toyota, and Honda all have to sell a certain number of zero-emission vehicles. And they've all created these cars that are sold only in California, and sometimes other states, maybe Oregon, because that counts toward the California numbers. What's been interesting is they've turned out to be really great cars. Compliance car, to some people, said, oh, fine. We'll make a car. You want an electric car, we'll make you an electric car. But right. in are only making for you for 1, 1,200 of them. Yeah. Right. Right. But you know, auto engineers take pride in what they do. I went to the Fiat 500 e-launch. I think the engineers were shocked how good a car they had actually designed. It's got better weight distribution than the regular 500. It's a whole lot quicker. It's quieter. Oh, it yeah. vibrates less. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, and they were, their CEO has said, we don't want to make this car. Sergio. We're losing. Sorry?
2: Sergio. The CEO?
1: She's saying it in Italian. Ah. Sergio. Ah, yes.
2: Yes. I say Sergio. <laughs> I'm sorry. So he said he doesn't, he doesn't want I to make a car? I think of him through
0: Detroit. Sergio. Sergio. <laughs> Sergio. But, ah, yeah. Yes. And to be fair, <laughs> Chrysler has a lot bigger problems than electric cars right now. Like, they have to figure out how to design cars that people actually want to buy. They're good on <laughs> trucks and minivans. Their cars have not been so good. So they've got much bigger problems as a global corporation. But... They've got a compliance car that's great. The Toyota RAV4 EV, fully electric crossover, over 100 miles of range with a powertrain designed by Tesla. Sounds like a pretty good. Oh,
2: hello, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, And the Honda Fit EV, five-door subcompact hatchback, also fun to drive, also quick with a really powerful motor. You know, these are great cars. We'll never see them outside California, but why they turned out to be good, you know, and a lot of my readers, and probably a lot of your folks, too, You know, why are they doing this? Why don't they understand? Car makers, by their nature, are relatively conservative. It's a big dollar business, long lead times. They're not quite there yet, although Tesla has really shaken them all up in a way that I think they're still trying to process, especially after they declared a second profit yesterday on the earnings call. But what happened with the compliance cars is when you only sell them in one place, your dealers aren't really into it because they know you're only ever going to sell 1,200 of them. So the dealers aren't particularly good with selling compliance cars. Um, the pricing initially, especially on the Honda, was expensive. I think it was, I want to say, three hundred and eighty-nine dollars a month for a subcompact, and yeah. there was a mileage oh, limit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the end, what was happening was they weren't selling enough of these cars, even at forty or fifty a month. So they started pulling down the prices, and all of the compliance cars to a greater or lesser extent have had price cuts and the low volume ones as well they're not strictly compliance cars but they're nowhere near it so i happened to drive 2 days ago the smart electric drive convertible
1: yes yeah, saw that too
0: yeah. oh and
2: that's a mercedes
0: um yes yes yeah,
2: technically a mercedes a smart it's car it's the little right? sort of half car i know a car. Listen, yeah. i spent many time, long time many years in rome ah. uh, and in rome having gone there over and over in the last 7 years I mean, those smart cars are brilliant for yeah, Rome. You, yeah. I mean, but the thing is, sometimes you see, you know, how'd they get that car in there? But yeah. they do. Rome is yeah. a nightmare. Yeah.
0: Right? It's, yeah, a smart's amazing. It's got room for two six-foot-plus adults in it. Yeah. Um, you just don't realize that the car ends 18 inches behind your backside. Yeah, it's, it's a like a sawed-off car. I call
2: yeah. it sawed-off. It's yeah. not good um, for highway driving here, though.
0: Well, I actually see somebody going up the thruway every oh, Friday yes. in one, which yeah. is amazing, between two semis. But they are yeah. best as urban cars. Their prime virtue is you can park them anywhere, yeah. like you said. But at this point, that's an old car. The electric smart is actually what it should have been 15 years ago. Yeah, no ah, kidding. You know, no shifting, no engine noises. And the car is actually designed with a double floor. So they just sort of slot the battery right in under the floor in a space that's oh, already there. Interesting. So um, that's a low-volume car. They just announced a $139 lease. $139 yeah, that. That a today. month.
2: That, but is that just in California?
0: No, that's nationwide.
2: Oh, so I could
1: get a little smart car, yep. e. See, I think you have to hook me up with their people. I think I should drive that, for, don't oh, you think? come on. Give me I a chance to drive... drive a car. Uh, never mind. Give her the smart. I'm going to I'll let take... you sort out the I'll test take the Tesla,
2: you. okay? Forget. Yeah. Just give her the smart. I'll take the Tesla. How's that? Good. Good luck. <laughs> so in any case, all of
0: these <laughs> compliance cars, in order to sell the numbers they need to avoid very expensive fines from the state of California, right. they've said, okay. What do you do if it's not selling? You pull the price down. Honda was absolutely swamped with buyers when they when reduced they the price it. from I, it was, I believe, three eighty nine to two fifty nine, plus or minus ten. I wrote about it. Check the site. Um, <laughs> uh, Recently, all of a sudden, Honda dealers had waiting lists of twenty and thirty and forty people mm. wanting to lease these cars, and they took the mileage limit off too, so you can do as many miles as you want. Um, now. Honda's not changing its plans or its production schedule. But what it meant was that between that, between $199 leases on a Nissan Leaf, the new lease on the Smart, all of a sudden, just to stay within the law, the car makers have pulled down the prices on these compliance cars because people don't know they exist, even in California. Now, are they
1: going to up the production now? No. No.
0: See, this is the this is the that thing about compliance cars. stinks. It does. But... And and that's is the thing. When you're looking at sort of forty thousand volts and thirty thousand Leafs, eleven 1, hundred Honda Fit EVs over three years, eh? So right? they don't
1: have any Honda Fits here in the East Coast, no. right? Okay. Um, but they don't do they have they, Leafs here? Oh yeah. yeah. I've the seen leaf Leafs is here. now nationwide. Yes, well you can so. go
0: into pretty much any Nissan deal. Full yes. production car, that's, right? And they're now making them in Tennessee. Really? That's not imported from Japan anymore. They're making them along with Altimas and Maximas. Yeah. And they're making the batteries in Tennessee. Tennessee oh, as in well. Tennessee. Yeah, so the that whole is such idea is good news. The compliance cars have brought down the prices overall, and that's making electric cars more accessible. And two days ago, three days ago, they lowered the price of the 2014 Volt by five thousand dollars. Yeah,
1: I did see that too. That's kind oh. of a big deal. So that's it went from deal. forty
0: grand sticker price to thirty five.
1: Well, the- so they're okay. now competing with the Prius plug-in. Yes. You know, it's, it's getting down to a more comparable range, and right? in
0: your Prius plug-in, one of the questions that we've actually been talking about amongst sort of the media is, is Toyota – going to have to pull down the price of the P- Prius plug-in because as Ford introduced its two plug-ins, yeah, the sales of the Prius plug-ins have sort of been trailing off.
1: Well, the C-Max is a competitor of the Prius plug-in. I Absolutely. mean, direct competitor, yeah. I think. Yeah. I mean, I've driven them both now and and they definitely run, you know, yeah. very close. My my just to digress a bit. My complaint about it is is I wish it had a longer range. Mm-hmm. The 11 miles or 12 whatever miles just isn't cutting. The
2: Prius has has 11 miles plug-in. In. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's
1: like a 12 mile yeah. yeah
0: well, and more than that, it's rated by the EPA at 11 miles, but the EPA test cycles, which are pretty gentle, it couldn't even do the whole test cycle in electric range. Oh the electric motor is relatively small. Yeah. It actually had to flip on the engine just yeah. to complete complete that. that yeah time. So have... we have a whole range of ranges now. yeah yeah you've got the Prius on the bottom with eleven. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Honda Accord plug-in hybrid just in California at the moment but no but that is going to be a full national car they're going very slowly it's their first plug in
1: so I can't get one of those yet?
0: Uh, fly to California (laughs) we'll talk (laughs) they've only sold Two hundred and fifty so right. far in the so whole country. Test so they're. Big toe in the I water. would. They're, I would wait six months. They're going carefully. You know, it's one of
2: those yeah. things. You never buy it when it's right. the first one out of the chute. Uh-huh.
0: So the Accord plug-in has more range. I want to say fifteen. It's on the uh, oh. fueleconomy.gov Gov site. The okay. two Fords are rated at twenty-one miles. The Fusion Energy and the C Max Energy. Then you've got the Volt at thirty-eight mile thirty. Yeah, thirty-eight miles. Okay, and then you have a whole crew of battery-only cars, no backup engine. The Leaf. Right, fifty, sixty, seventies, 60 70s. Yeah. And then Tesla's at the top end, 208 or 265 miles. Oh, my miles.
2: goodness. Wow. Yeah. Uh, here's a weird question, and sure. I don't know why it occurred to me. You said they dropped back on the miles for the leases. They eliminated right. the, the, the miles range. Yeah. Yeah. Does a car, an electric vehicle, or an electric plug-in hybrid have the same kind of wear and tear as a fuel engine, as a regular uh, gasoline engine?
0: It's a great question. The engine gets used in the Prius you're driving, Meg, less because you drive more on electric. Right. Now, if you're being a traveling salesman and hammering out 200 miles, it's going to look basically like a regular Prius in terms of usage. But if you use it around town, plug it in religiously, course, as you did when— if you were when,
1: driving 200 miles a day or whatever, you wouldn't have a, this plug-in, I don't think.
0: Um, it wouldn't give you a whole lot more over a standard Prius. Right. But, um, so— the more electric miles you do, the less the engine gets used. The Chevy Volt actually, um, Volt owners do about two thirds of all their miles on grid power. Okay, GM has all this data now, and Volt owners compete to see who can buy gas the least, who can <laughs> yeah. get the best, um, you know, the best blended gas right. mileage. Like they get the very
1: PGE or whatever. Yeah, they
0: get very cranky that the in-car display maxes out at 250 miles a gallon. Mm. They're like, oh, that's ridiculous. I'm at least at 600 miles a gallon. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, but the Volt has to have a mode where it asks your permission to switch on its engine and circulate all the fluids because you could go for months and months and months, only use electric. And so it's good for the car to have to once well, that, in a
2: while because that... it just lubricates yeah, everything but okay
1: but the follow-up question is, okay. is what kind of maintenance does the electric engine need that's it's mm. a different obviously a different maintenance schedule almost the... none if really? you have a nissan all leaf flu- yeah
0: tires and wiper blades
1: seriously yeah there that's is attractive. a once
0: the once annual uh inspection where you go in they'll run diagnostics on your battery you know they're at some point, somebody's going to have a battery pack where one of the cells goes out. Right. And then they'll take it out, take it apart, drop in a new module, that kind of thing. And that's probably under warranty. There, there well, are some, some wow. details about the warranties. But wow. a pure electric car, you know, these days you don't do your ball joints every 6,000 miles like you used to. Right. There's a lot less maintenance in modern cars. But if you take out the engine and the transmission, you've removed a huge swath of it. Yeah. Yes, and The brakes. Um well, like in a ask, hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. A hybrid and any electric car uses yeah. instead of using friction brakes, they turn the electric motor into a generator yeah. to recharge the battery pack when you brake, right? So Regener- you may not be touching your friction brakes. I've heard people who haven't had to replace brake pads on a Prius for 80 or 90,000 miles.
1: Yeah, I'll I tell wow. you, braking is a whole new thing for me. I've learned because I've been driving all of these right. cars where the regenerative, regenerative.
0: Regenerative.
1: Thank you. Well, um, he's the expert, right? The braking system. Um, so I'm, I'm like loving braking. I love braking everywhere because most of the cars have... Sort of an educational graphic that helps you learn and understand. The Ford in particular has yeah, this little circle job that, that um, it's great and it gives you a little rating. So you start to understand how you brake and,
0: and how to use it to, to,
2: to maximize to, on the to electric or whatever battery. the case is. Cool.
0: Yeah. Very cool. There's sort of a video game aspect to it almost. Yes, there is. Even for people who sort of don't do gun-based video games. Oh, thank goodness, because I don't. Done. Done. What you're doing (laughs) is seeing how much energy you can recapture. And there's nothing like, you know, all right, so that light just turned red. So instead of accelerating up to it and then ramming on my brakes, I'm going to lift off car starts just starts to regenerate and then i'll i know how the car breaks i'll break right up to the light and the little circle goes around and then it says yeah, 100 yeah, percent available yeah. energy recaptured and you're yeah like,
2: yes. yes oh wow it's, it's like a game yeah. well, it really in fact, is a game when
1: we when i was out in detroit at ford the last mm. time we had a little contest huh. in the i think it was the fiesta is it the fiesta there's um yeah it's the mm. fiesta has um mm. a hybrid and they have a regenerative fusion probably Oh, you're right. It probably was the yeah. Fusion. Anyway, they had a little and, – and who was the uh, breaking ninja or something? I don't know what it yeah. was. I didn't win. <laughs> Whereas, as I was
0: saying to you, um, everybody assumes because I run green car reports that I'm going to be sort of the Uber economy driver. A, there are some extremely competitive members of the auto press who I <laughs> am not going to go up against, but B – I'd much rather drive the car the
1: way you would drive the on a conservative
0: car. side, but yeah, the way normal people use cars. Normal people, you have to accelerate away from lights. Right. And right. 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 You know, I love, that's life.
1: I asked John when I got into this thing with the Toyota. You know, what's your advice? How do I how do I maximize my MPGE? And the best thing I heard about from anybody was imagine that there's an egg, a raw egg, between your foot and the pedal, mm-hmm. and when you go to accelerate, you don't want to break the egg. And that's pretty much so. You're like, ah. So gunning the engine is gone. Yeah. In all cars. And you learn that it's well, not just yeah. in hybrids and electrics, yeah. but it, in all cars. Well, it, of
2: course. But you know, tell that to a 17-year-old you boy really, with his new
1: first car. You really learn that when you are seeing these graphics. And, and, and most of these hybrids and electrics have these graphics. They're a little different. But they all show you when you go into power mode and you watch the MPGE drop off, uh, you know, almost. And... Um, I was going to say something, but I lost it. All right.
0: The car makers are trying to educate people more about gas mileage and things that affect it in general, Ford in specific, because Ford's in an interesting situation right now. Both the Fusion Hybrid and the C-Max Hybrid, not the plug-ins, the regular hybrids, are rated at 47 miles a gallon, which is an astounding figure. You know, very close to the Prius. But and and have,
1: is that true? I mean, I know that, that they've gotten some flack about their numbers not a lot being of
0: A lot precisely. of cars, yeah. dealers,
2: yeah. Uh, are, manufacturers have gotten flack. And, well, that.
0: and we've actually written about this. Some um, The org site from the EPA lets you say, okay, I have this year make and model of a car. Here is the gas mileage I've achieved on average. And you're basically crowdsourcing real-world okay. um, results. And if you look at them... People with Hondas often overachieve the EPA ratings. Toyota Priuses and other hybrids tend to come within sort of 5, 10, 12%. Mm -hmm. And everybody gives you 12%, you know, 10 or 12%. The Fords, a lot of them are not even within 20%. Ford designed a car that has an electric motor just powerful enough where you do a lot more of the test cycle in electric mode than in actual real world driving. And so Ford has started to put out they also did a uh, an update of the cars to change some of the control software to make them better, but they also put out this video that said essentially here are myths about gas mileage what's right. real what's not right. you know turn off your air conditioning and open the windows right works around town right, but as soon as you get above about forty miles a gallon, the aerodynamic drag is so bad. Yeah. It's much better to run the air conditioning and keep all your windows shut, right, right, oh, and so I'm on and so on. I was
1: dying in this car driving locally because you like had like the
2: hottest week of the year, 105
1: <laughs> degrees, and I'm like, oh come on, man, you know,
2: yeah, that was bad. It was bad for a while. But
1: John,
2: just because this is a question out of my ignorance, sure. cars can last. I I don't mm-hmm. lease; I buy. Okay, I just find it. It's just a it's just more cost effective. Mm-hmm. It really is. All right, so my Subaru is now 12 years old, and she is just about out of breath.
0: I have a 2000 Subaru, too. <gasps> I love
2: that car. It's my favorite, favorite car I've ever gotten.
0: We'll have a moment after the show. Okay, good. Uh, a you, me, moment. and our Subarus.
2: Yeah. Well, my Subaru, but anyway. Um, electric cars. Yep. Uh, is their longevity different? Is, can you expect to keep it longer because there is no transmission, no engine? Or is it standard? Like, can you expect 10 years, 12, 15 what? I don't know.
0: Um, It's a great question. It's probably one of the most important questions in the long term. There are sort of two answers. The first answer is that batteries, all batteries, do, over time, lose capacity. You know, your laptop batteries or your phone batteries are probably an extreme example. Car batteries are much, much more carefully controlled. Most car makers liquid-cool them. Actually, they have liquid circulating through it. They have a radiator. Hmm. To Car batteries tend, or electric car batteries, tend to want to be like humans at about 70 degrees. Duh. Okay? That's right. good. That's perfect. So, right. you know, if... And, and it's water-cooled, or is it... Uh... Most of them are. Okay. It's an antifreeze type thing. Right, okay, yeah. yes. Um, Nissan actually doesn't do that, and they've had some trouble in the most hot climates in phoenix where it gets 125 <clears throat> during the day which means your road surface is 170 yeah, yeah. gosh yeah. they do actually have some battery life problems most parts of the country not an issue but nonetheless over time cells lose energy capacity and the big question is we don't have 15 years of data right on electric cars right yeah early have 12 years of data right. on hybrids right right and we do know that hybrid batteries over time have lost some capacity. We're starting to see in sort of 12-year-old hybrid cars that you know battery packs will go out.
2: Can they be changed out?
0: They can be swapped okay.
2: out. OK, so um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Here's the,
0: here's the interesting thing. Everybody was terrified at the beginning of hybrids because in 2000, when the Toyota Prius came out, that very first Prius, yes, a replacement battery pack was ninety eight hundred bucks oh, right. on a right. twenty thousand dollar car. Well right.
1: that didn't make any sense. That at same all.
0: battery pack yeah. is now twenty four hundred dollars. All right. Okay. Oh, it's getting so better. prices do come down. Plus
1: all the manufacturers, because of everybody freaking out about it, started offering you know warranty extended warranties yeah. on the batteries, right? Yeah. So we just don't um, know how long they're gonna last. It's, no, is really the bottom line.
0: The car batteries will lose capacity. The definition for a car is the battery is at the end of its useful life. When it's got about seventy percent of its original energy capacity left, but the interesting thing is, those batteries will have a long secondary life. One of my favorite sort of notions—wave at me if I'm over talking. No, my,
2: I'm learning one so of much. But my favorite I do notions
0: is it, it costs about twenty-five grand to put solar on your house, right? Solar photovoltaic. Yeah. Suppose you could cut that to ten thousand dollars of solar photovoltaic, and tie it to a used Nissan Leaf battery. Right. You can not wow. only generate your own power, you can store it instead of feeding it into the grid. And what the utilities love is they can say, all right, so I see that your house now has 14 kilowatt hours of electricity stored in your basement. I will pay you to knock you off the grid for three hours on that hot, humid afternoon where everybody in the world has cranked up their AC to 11.
1: It's like smart grid technology or whatever. Yeah. I, it's part of that whole thing yeah. where it's about timing and when, yeah, I like that. Right. I really, I think that's brilliant. It's a
2: lot to learn. I mean, it's a lot to keep track of if you're, but it's it's like a learning well, process. I'll tell you, a learning curve.
1: I'm shopping for a car and I'm convinced that I want to get some kind of electric, mm-hmm. whether it's an EV only or EV you know, plug-in hybrid, but it's, it's definitely got me thinking about the electric usage, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be more committed to finding renewable resources for which, you know, we have that option in New Jersey. There are mm-hmm. several different companies that mm-hmm. help provide, you know, uh, more renewable. I, I don't think you can get 100%. I certainly am not going to get it on this house with solar panels. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but here's a question for you. Does yeah. your local electric utility have either an off-peak program where power, say, between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. is a lot cheaper. Right. Because, especially in California, people now set their dryers to dry their clothes at 3 a.m. because the power is much cheaper then.
1: Yes, I believe we do. I believe we do. do
0: they, alternatively, have a special electric car charging rate? Oh. Because... I'm sure they do in California. Some some (laughs) utilities (laughs) do. all those compliance cars. And that's the next thing. If you talk to your power company... Do they want to know when someone's going to buy an electric car? In California, they've been doing this for years. Southern California Edison has a whole chunk of its website, and they're basically saying, so you're thinking of buying one of those plug-ins, right? We like plug-ins. Plug-ins are good. They're clean. They help carbon. But please, tell us where you live. Because what they want to do is make sure that if you're going to have, let's say you have a cul-de-sac and you got 14 households, right? Some parts of California, you got five or six Priuses in that.
1: Mm -hmm. cul-de-sac
0: right Mm -hmm. if three of those priuses become electric cars in a six-month period they need to look at the neighborhood transformer oh it's not going to bring down the grid we have plenty of power it's not an issue overall the load it's the local transformer and utilities are used to looking at load they replace local transformers all the time you knock down some nice little bungalow and put up a mcmansion they look at the neighborhood transformer because yeah. oh, all yeah. of a sudden you got oh, five yeah. times the draw. Oh, yeah. the Same thing with electric cars. Ask your power company, and this really applies see, to anyone you, who's you would thinking. You
1: have to talk to Wayne because that's what – he's an electrical engineer He oh. works in the power generation. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Yeah. He'll understand this better than me. It's good to Although, John John is really hard. No,
1: John is really good at, at explaining things in such a way that, you know, a green diva might understand it. Well, I, yes.
0: I think, it, I think all the green divas should call a power company and just say, hey, <laughs> I heard – on this show uh-huh. about electric cars, I'm thinking of buying one. What do I need to know? Yeah. And see how they respond. Yeah. Do they have I a webpage? I brilliant. And if stuff. you do
2: that, could you please let us know, whether it's via Twitter or Facebook or our website, yes. let us yeah. know, because then we pass the results on to John, and we have a whole circle of information flowing here. Yeah. So yes, that we do. So that would be really brilliant. So so if I wanted a Fiat 500E, e <laughs> Um, I have How do you feel
0: not about give, living in California? No, but can I up. can
2: I go out there and buy it and drive it back here? Um, I mean, will I have trouble charging it here um, or maintaining it?
0: They charge on a standard electric car charger, just like the one that Meg has in her driveway. Yeah, It's the same plug that all electric cars use, except Tesla, which is a separate case. Um, <laughs> here's the problem. If it does need some kind of maintenance, your local Fiat dealer hasn't heard from 500E. Yeah, e. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. What The I'm only thinking. dealers that they're equipping with charging stations at the dealer, with the special diagnostic tools to look at the battery packs, are in that area. In California, yeah. Yeah. So there are definitely risks.
1: Well, that's a bummer. Well, we'll just keep plugging away, man. We will. Yeah,
2: we will. So to speak. I, uh-huh, huh, bum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't back. even
1: mean it, man. I'm so clever and I don't even know uh, it. It's so like, John, if you had one, like... No, no, wait. I got I got one. Oh. We have four minutes and I do have a question. Okay. Because I want to, before we go, I want to say, you know, I'm shopping for a car. Mm-hmm. You've heard the whole, you know, story ad nauseum. What would you recommend for me?
0: Based on the cars that are available today, a yep. couple of qualifying questions first. Okay. Do you need to be able to hold five people in your car, or is four enough?
1: I think four is okay.
0: Okay. And you already said you want maximum electric range, Yes, right? yes. Okay.
1: Because 11 just is just not enough.
0: Yep. As many plug-in, you can think of the plug-in Prius as the gateway drug. It um, <laughs> so, gives you
1: just enough and then you want more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's yeah. there's
0: really sort of three vehicles to consider. You've already driven the C-Max Energy, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Okay. There's also the Fusion Energy, yes. which is, a, in my opinion, a beautiful-looking midsize sedan. It is. We very were picked sleek. up at
2: the airport, remember?
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Kind we of like an Aston Martin.
1: And they're sending me two of those in August to ah. play with. Yes.
0: Great. So you'll Are have that. Are they
1: sending you? <laughs> um, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute. So okay.
0: those have a rated 21 miles of range. So that's the highest of the plug-in hybrids. Then you get to the Volt at 38, and then you go up into a battery electric. So, because Wayne has a car, too, you can look at, could we actually live with a pure battery electric vehicle for one car if it has, now, this is Jersey, Jersey has winter, so that 76 miles of range, if you're blasting the heat, is more like 50 or 55. Yeah. Okay. I can so, get away with that. can you live with a car that only has fifty-five miles of range, and then he has the other car with a gasoline engine of some sort? And
1: I say yes. Okay.
0: So then, look at a Leaf. Okay. Look at a Volt, and look at the two Fords. The
1: Fusion and the. The Fusion and C-Max. the C Max yeah. Energy, the plug-ins.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, the BMW i3 is going to be more expensive than that. Um, you could look at the Smart Electric Drive. But it only has two seats, right? And it's—I think it's 68 miles of range, and it's really much more of a local car, just because yeah. it is so. Well, small. I don't you're
1: gonna think you're going to around safe on the highway in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
2: a—it's hard to tool around. We should tell John uh, our quick our our our, uh, uh, our Maserati Quattroporte. Oh, that was funny! It and was we got funny. two minutes, and then we're going to go I'll make it very quick. We were at the Detroit Auto Show in January, Mm -hmm. so we go up to the Maserati, and of course, you had to be invited (laughs) in. Oh, yeah, they had the glass enclosure and these like six foot models who were wearing five inch heels. So God, you know, it was like a beautiful display. Booth professionals. Oh my uh, gosh, exactly. I mean, unbelievable. The cars and the models were like perfect together. So that having been said, we go up to it and we're looking at this car. Oh, the two of us are just kind of like, like. it's
1: beautiful yeah. we're like down below the yeah discord.
2: down no, below no, no, no. just kind of got these two little sawed off divas hello um, and so the guy comes over to big, big burly guy the PR yeah. guy because the they, uh, they were doing a, 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 a f- an TV, interview yeah, yes right. we were watching the interview so <laughs> to make a long story short I asked the guy do you have a green car so he goes, Well, now let me think about this a minute and he had oh. like this very kind of standoffish way of talking. He goes, Well yes, we did a green for Peter Sellers when he was dating
1: um uh, Elky, name. Summers. Elky
2: Summers. And so Meg and I look at each other and we go, No, 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 not the color green.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he said we did a special
2: seafoam sea green for Peter Sellers. Yeah. <laughs> Megan and I just
1: go? No, no. <laughs> it was very funny. I don't think we Maserati... gotta go. We gotta go. Guys. That was two minutes, John. Thank you so much, people. Yeah. Go to GreenCarReports dot com yeah. and look at John's reports and and all the other writers there. But it's it's really um,
2: it's the, good. It, this it, is the go to. It's the Bible it's, for 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 these cars. So thank we you appreciate. So much. it. No, it's you're welcome.
0: Glad to, glad to see you all in person. Can it's, you come
2: out again? Yes. Okay. Okay.
0: Not next
2: week, but yes. No, no, no. We'd love (laughs) to have you out.
1: And then we'll we'll go for dinner or something. All right. Everybody have a great Green Week. Thanks again, John. Bye-bye.
0: Want more information on this Green Dude segment and other ideas for low-stress green living? Go to thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com.